Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker of the live daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. So here's the deal. On my radio show, we're like married up in there, okay? Yeah, like till death do us part or until you want a divorce. Totally up to you. But this podcast is where we date. Yes, you date me, you like... You get to know me, you try me on, you feel me out, and this is where I get to woo celebs, tastemakers, and influencers into falling in love with me. Anyone who knows me knows I'm like a professional social climber. And yeah, I wear that title like a badge of honor. But for real, my favorite part of being in the radio industry for 12 plus years is getting to meet interesting, inspiring, and exceptional people and getting them to talk about the pettiest things in the world. So if you love real talk with a touch of cattiness and a ton of laughers, then you're in the right place. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strucker. On this podcast, we have influencers, we have tastemakers, we have celebrities, bravo celebrities. Yes, I have a quarter category just for them. And today, I don't know, I have on, I'm going to say a tastemaker and an influencer and a star on the rise, Chris Burns. Hi. Hey, boy, hey. What's up? Uh, also known as, I mean, many things, but mostly yeah. at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. What a fucking handle. Thank you so much. Honestly, it's the best move I've ever made. Well, the second best move is your website. Oh, thank which you. Is? Which is chrisburnsisastar.com. <laughs> <laughs> and what lives there? Um, so I have all of my videos, my Betches videos and other videos that I've done in the past. And I made it myself, and it's terrible. <laughs> but if you go to it, you'll see the headline is better at comedy than making websites. Because <laughs> I was like, this is like not whatever. It was so bad. I actually had a friend text me and be like, I went to your website, uh, and I think it's not working on mobile. And I was like, nope, that's what it's supposed to look like. Thanks. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> it's working oh just God. fine. Okay, so you are, I mean, if you don't know who Chris is, get with the fucking program. Um, but I I met you through the world that is Betches. Yes. And I was, uh, I, I, I had the honor of being a guest on your podcast, which is called Everyone's Gay. Yes. And you can follow them at Everyone's Gay. You guys, it, it's not at yes. Everyone's Gay Pod anymore. No, we, we Who'd you have to it. kill to get it? So- Co-host Brian Russell Smith. Yes. He fought over... I don't know what he did to get it. I don't know. He's like the guy from Fire Festival and I'm living for it. Um, but we did get the Billy. Everyone's Gay. Is that his name? I'm like... love. I live for him. I just watched the thing and I was also like, who brushes their teeth and showers when you're like, oh, I guess I have to go give that now. <laughs> I'm like, you wanted to, girl. Right? You were like, I've been stuck on this island for fucking six months. I'm ready. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just at everyone's gay. 
Okay. And so I came on your show. It was really amazing. I actually, just recently, you guys screenshotted like a, I don't know, a DM, an email, something. Oh, yeah. Of somebody who said that they, your podcast really helped them come out. And we, what was our podcast called that day with you? It was called Late uh, in Life Lesbian. It's never too late to come out, I think. <laughs> I think that's what it was. And she was like, it inspired me to come yeah. out, which was so nice. Yeah. Meanwhile, this woman's like left her kids and husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, you no, can we do anything as long as you're gay. We've gotten a lot of comments actually about your episode. People Shut love up. You. Yeah. Oh, me, tell me more about we've me. Had, we've had people <laughs> be like, who's the girl with the kind of raspy voice? She was like so, my favorite. <gasps> yeah. We've gotten. Okay. And more. A lot. <laughs> my kidding. cousin. So I didn't even know you were gay because i know who you were me neither honey from the um from the you know the world that oh wait no no elaborate you knew me from uh, <laughs> i knew well i knew you from like hannah burner yes and the whole we actually met at a party i think but i also knew who you were because my cousin always will talk about you how did you how's your cousin know me she has listened to you since like before you went on your own so she was like a serious person yeah oh my god she, like, i love that she, hey girl yeah. hey she's definitely listening right now wait is she the best tell me all about her what's she's her name she's the best her name's caitlin hey caitlin she's literally probably in her car right now and she's like i am in my car I like <laughs> <laughs> um but she is from we grew up like close to each other outside of albany but she lives in hoboken now so when like it's a holiday yeah. or our nana dies we drive back together or our nana uh, dies. i mean she did so it's fine i'm so sorry it can't happen again <laughs> <laughs> no it actually happened like the weekend before hurricane sandy because we had driven up for it and then we were coming back down and both of our parents were like it's supposed to be a hurricane like you guys should just stay up and, here and and we were both like i have to go to work like whatever <laughs> so we were driving down i was like this doesn't even seem like a hurricane things are fine uh, my apartment uh, was completely fine i never lost power where were you in brooklyn at the time i was yes i was like right on the border of that brooklyn was whatever was like we're moving to fucking brooklyn well i actually was in a sublet at the time so i had only been living here for like two months when hurricane sandy hit and i um was supposed to move out of my sublet the day of the hurricane. So I was like, oh, I have to get my shit. I have to like move into a different apartment. Stop. Because the girl who I was subletting from was coming back. And the kid that lived there was like, you can totally stay. Like, she's not going to come because of the hurricane. You, you can stay until you need to. But my mom, my dad, my sister, her two newborns. And I was like, I'm just going to fucking chance it. And I like, <laughs> you like put all my shit raft. in a garbage bag and got in a cab. I was like, take me to Queens <laughs> and hoped for power because my roommate there was in Italy. And so, so there you, was no you, one to even text did you to ride be out the storm alone. So I got there the day after and it was um the best week of my life because i had power i had everything i needed but i nobody didn't have work do anything. <laughs> um but her apartment was like completely flooded and she had to go back up the next day oh my god i had to stay with my in-laws ex-in-laws now at the time were you living i was literally like i'd rather be on a raft in the middle of the ocean That's what, i'm like we were just uh, home for the three days for my nana's funeral and stuff oh. and i was like i have to I have to go back. So okay, that. so you're from... So I want to get, like, your whole star, story start to finish. Like, did you always know this is what you wanted? I want to also talk about the future and Wilton store. Oh, but amazing. let's start at the very beginning. So Chris Burns was born. I was born on... Um, a Sunday morning. No, I was born on April 27th, oh. uh, 1990. And... Fuck you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I was born outside of Albany and that's where I've always grown up. So I went to school in Ithaca. So I like get upstate yeah. New York. So I'm from a town called Latham. Latham. It's, you know, is it near Homer? 
No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know. I went to like a Modown festival See, in college <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, a, a town's called yeah. Homer. I mean, I've been to Ithaca. <laughs> yeah. But it's all the same. I know. I do love upstate New York though. I have like secret Me fantasies too. of becoming a, a professor and going back and teaching, like living the upstate life. See, I always am like, should I... I think I would thrive if I moved home, but then I'll be home for like three days. I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, and then I went to SUNY Oneonta. Oh my God. Yes. Drove by it all the time. School of the elite, you know, <laughs> or, or as they call it, uh, Stonyonta. Oh, really? Is that when you, is the nickname. Is that when you, uh, met no, the, actually, uh, I didn't actually start smoking weed until I moved here. You know, that is so, I always find it so crazy when people, like never drank or smoked weed or did whatever until they were like way later in life. It's like yeah, no, they I made drank it over the college. Like very young. My best friend growing up's family opened a liquor store when we were in seventh grade. Saw wheat and and she lived next door. Double. So like my parents like didn't care if I was over there because it was next door. But her parents were always at work. But then her garage was loaded with <laughs> like I at thirteen was drinking box whites Infidel like with my friend watching watching literally like sex in the city you fancy like i like wanted to be her mom (laughs) like so badly um and now it's the biggest liquor store in the state oh and it's also upstate oh that's amazing and it's forty thousand square feet it looks like a fucking target truly i worked there for like three years oh my god can they sponsor an event that i'm doing with probably like literally (laughs) probably (laughs) like you could probably go there they've had nfl players come to the store to like sign autographs and there's like lines outside the door i'll do a live show there if they give me fucking free cases it's so wild um yeah for oh yeah i would love i love for sansara too oh my god yes we're drinking prosecco right now um we by the way welcome to my virgin podcast with my own podcast equipment i know in my home it's lovely this is the first taste of taylor i've done in my home i love it here i thought you would it's like perfect (laughs) you like the bathroom i live for the bathroom (laughs) i walked into the bathroom and literally thought i was at the standard hotel (laughs) oh yes so the guy who designed the standard he's the guy designed this oh my god isn't see i'm an architect So you're living upstate and you're just like, okay, so let's talk about first things first. The most important thing. When did you realize you were gay? Oh, so I didn't come out until I was 21. Shut up. Yeah. And I, it was at an Outback Steakhouse in a strip mall. Can I ask you a serious question? Yeah. Did everybody know? Did, did you always talk like this? No. Well, (laughs) I, maybe I did, but I didn't, I wasn't like, yes, girl. Like, I think I definitely uh, have gotten much quote unquote gayer than yes. I was. Cause I would just say, I mean, just even from like having a conversation with you, I mean, obviously yeah. you're gay and that's no, a, everyone and I mean that is a fabulous I'm like compliment. sitting here with my nails, like glistening gold, but um, <laughs> I know your, your literally your nail beds are so much better than mine. Mine suck. Thank you so much. Well, <laughs> they're very thin cause I pull shit off of them all the time. What, what but, kind um, of nail polish is that? Um, it's called live love polish or something. <laughs> they really sent pretty. it to me on Insta. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you didn't come until so, you're 21. Yeah. So, so what I was, did you know? I think I like, I always obviously was like something. This is the realty. I remember that show. Do you remember the show? It was on VH1. And it was like a reality show. Like Janice Dickinson was on it and yes, Omarosa. Yes, yes, What yes. was it called? What the fuck was I? I know. It was like Big Brother VH1. Yeah. I know. And Flavor Flav rem- was on it. And it was just so yeah. fucking crazy. And... Marcus Schenkenberg, the former male model, was on it. An inexplicably no idea who he was. I got, I still got nothing. But he was like so hot. 
and he looks like Fabio. Like now no. I look at him and I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? Like the were long you doing? blonde hair and everything. No, he had like long dark hair. That was the only difference. <laughs> <laughs> so brunette um, Fabio. And I remember like looking him up online in the middle of the night on my family computer and stuff. And and there was like a series of uh, Marcus Schengenberg wet and it's like him and waterfalls and stuff. Shut the fuck up. And then I started Googling Marcus Schengenberg wet. <laughs> <laughs> um so I guess I but I never and what age was that? I was probably like fourteen. But I remember being like, I'm not gay. I'm just like I'm different. Oh I'm I like, love you. I never But when I you say know, different did what were you like I just am like asexual or I don't like girls like that or maybe I, maybe none of these Upstate bitches are good enough yeah. for me. No, like, because I would pretend to have crushes on girls. I mean, now I'm like, I was pretending. Right. Back then. But did you really, were you, were you true thing back then in your mind? In my mind, I was. This is the thing. I feel like everybody, and I do think that you are definitely born with a proclivity to being bisexual or gay or yeah. straight or whatever. So I don't want to, like, go against that theory because, yeah. like, that's, like, our community's thing. Yeah, yeah. But I do think that everyone just assumes that you, like, know that yeah. you're gay. And it's, like, it was, I, like, confusing for, like, like that. 15 years. Because there was this one girl that I was very close friends with who, like, it's a whole thing, but there was, everyone thought I was in love with her, and then there was times where I was like, am I in love with her? Are you a golden gay? Um, yeah. Oh, nice. But we were just, like, close friends, and then we're not anymore. Was she in love with you? No, no. She was in love with a 27-year-old crack dealer. <laughs> <laughs> so how's her um, life going these but days? But now she's, like, very I bet good. her parents wish she was gay. She, I bet they <laughs> fucking did. They did back then. Um, oh, man. So I... There was a time when I was like 19, I think, that I was home and my dad... So I have two very straight brothers, one older, one younger. Really? Like the older one's an engineer, the younger one's an electrician. Oh my God. My dad was a gas mechanic. He's retired. Like I come from very straight people. Yeah. Those are like the straightest fucking jobs ever. I like didn't know any gay people except for the liquor store friend's uncle was gay and lived in Brooklyn. No kidding. So like when he would come up, he would get wasted and be loudly telling like she so her mom has 10 brothers or nine brothers and sisters Jeez. and so does her dad those are good odds for somebody being gay in the family yeah. and so they oh, and he was like chris burns is so gay and i was like 13 <laughs> um, <laughs> you're like and i remember her when we were like 12 being like my aunt sue thinks you're gay oh not thanks and i was like well <laughs> she's an alcoholic so we all have problems <laughs> um and then so 19 19 my dad calls me and my younger brother in because my older brother was in call or away i don't remember but uh he was like i my dad also knows nothing about technology he doesn't know what a podcast is they'll never listen to this okay good and you better not tell them caitlin (laughs) um and he was like i called google and i know that somebody was looking at porn on our computer. i called google i know and uh, in my head i'm like you that's did like not. i've been texting with instagram truly and i was like the <laughs> fuck you did not call google and i see my little brother like quivering in his boots because i'm like oh he thinks that he actually called google and i was like i know you didn't because this would be an entirely different conversation <laughs> if you had called google and I like looked at the like cache. Uh, is that how you even say it? Uh, I don't know anything about tag. What's it called? Tag? Tay? My girlfriend's like, here. Like she the knows. loaded, the stuff that's already the Q, loaded. The cache? Like what? The history. The history. You I know. guess that's the word. <laughs> the cookies? And so, yeah. But no. somebody <laughs> been Googling like boobs and stuff. And I was like, that's obviously my 12 year old brother. Like that wasn't. <laughs> boobs. Literally it was like boobies. And I was like, who the fuck? Like. 
So at that point, though, you were like, you knew enough to know, oh, shit, I might be caught now. Yeah. But even then, I was like, oh, maybe I'm not gay. I'm just fluid. I'm like, but I hadn't told anyone or anything. And had you had any like a sexual I hate that I'm like have you had any sexual experiences no no I'm like very even now like I get more anxious in sexual situations than anything in the world like I I mean my girlfriend's gonna love that I say this and I love her so much and I think she's the most most attractive thing in the entire world but like Sometimes I am just I feel like people think that gay people are the like we are sexual yeah. deviants. We are so horny like I'm wearing literally a huge purple dildo right now. <laughs> and I feel like we are kind of I think we're actually less perverted than straight yeah. people. I'm like I I don't even even now I'm like I don't like care snucks? about like it's not a big deal to me sex stuff. I'm like I would rather have someone that's rich. No I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I would ra- <laughs> I would rather like have someone that's like chill and whatever that like sex just i don't know i mean sex so ugh, i'm like it's so embarrassed talking about this but sex is like i used to always think that everybody was lying about sex like mm. when i was married to a man i was like you guys are a bunch of liars or whores no yeah. one likes sex you're this faking much. it and i was working for cosmo magazine radio <laughs> um and then when i met my tailor and we like had like our i mean whatever rendezvous yeah. i was like oh Hand raise. Sorry. I get it. I get it now. It's awesome. That's, when you love somebody, you're super attracted yeah. to them. So that I understand. But yeah, That's I definitely. Friend, yeah. But I do think that there's like this misnomer out there that gay people are like, we're just like sex 24 seven. Yeah. And it's like, it's no. just a small slice of who we are. Yeah. And I think that people, when they find out that I'm a lesbian or you're a gay man, it's like, it becomes like 95% of the yeah. pie. And it's like, totally. I'm so busy eating pie. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm like literally eating apple pie. <laughs> um, no, I agree. And also I think online because I like pretend to be very sexual online and stuff. Cause it's funny. You do. But it's not tr- like, I'm like, if you actually think I'm like talking about kicking someone in the teeth and stuff, like, I'm like, it's a joke. Like, <laughs> that's not me. Um, so when did you first like, have an experience. I didn't have my first like gay kiss until I moved here. I was 22. Oh my God. And was it exhilarating? It was honestly so good. And I will like, I, we are not at all. I really liked him. Um, I still see him. I actually fucking had to see him today, but, um, he, why we worked together and actually still do. Um, shut up. And if he listens to this, I'll be like, why are you so obsessed with me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, because we did have like a big falling out for a while, but at the time, like the first time we kissed, I was like, "This, it was the best feeling." There was, was like so no good. question. No, I loved it. Like it was. I haven't had a kiss like that since. That's how I feel about my girlfriend. But I just yeah. stuck with her. But well, he, I tried. <laughs> um, I'm also like fucking crazy. So because I think that I am so. Uh, <laughs> Like, it happens so rare for me that I, like, feel like that, that uh-huh. I get crazy. And I, like, can't be cool. So, when I, I mean, I feel like when I finally, when, when, well, not even finally, when I came out or had a sexual awakening or whatever, I feel like I became a 13-year-old again. And mm. I don't know that I'm out of my adolescence yet. I think I'm more Same. like 17 or 18 to get Same. now. But that's also, like, a coming out late thing. I'm like, I didn't get to fucking, like, yeah. fuck at prom <laughs> Like I didn't, right? I didn't get that. I didn't date people. Like yep. it's not the same thing. It's not. So I feel like when you when something like that happens, and like especially late in life, it catapults you back to your adolescence. Yeah. And then you'll talk to like these New York gays that are like, 
uh, I've been fucking since I was 12. Like I came out <laughs> when I was nine years old and I'm like, well, I'm sure your mother Persephone was very supportive, but like <laughs> I don't come from here. Persephone. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So when you did come out to your family, what was that like? I came out. So I came out to my, my best friend that owned the liquor store. We were at an Outback Steakhouse and I literally said only to her. Only the best for this moment. Literally only the best. <laughs> Did you and I a- remember sitting waiting for a table being like, I have to say it. Like it just hit me. Were you nervous? In that moment. Was it premeditated or was it spur of the moment? No, like I think I was obviously was getting more and more miserable. You're like, this restaurant's amazing. <laughs> like I like looked around and I was like, wow, <laughs> I've never been harder. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, I, because I was away at Oneonta. We were like home for summer. It was like between junior and senior year. And so maybe I was 21. I guess I was 21 actually Damn. when I came out. Um, so I was wasted the first time I got done. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but we sat at the table and I like could feel like it just hit me. I was like, I have to say, say it or I'm going to like die. Right. And so I was like, wouldn't it be weird if you were a lesbian? No, 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 no. And she like totally has known I was gay since we were six years so old. So she knew exactly and what you And she's been like prying for a long time. Right. And I would always Wouldn't be like... Wouldn't it be weird if you were a and lesbian? And she was like, no, it would just... I would just be a lesbian. And I was like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> I think I'm gay. And she was like, oh my God, thank fucking God. <laughs> uh, her literal words were, okay, I think I'm going to get the steak. Like as her way of being like, obviously. Yep, and next. And then I was like, I guess like I have to tell my parents. I don't know what to do. Like don't don't tell people yet you can tell our friends because we like had four close friends and i just didn't want to tell people and then i dropped her off at her house and my phone rang and it was her mom sobbing being like i'm so happy for you oh stop and i was like oh now i really have to tell my parents because yeah. if they hear it through the grapevine they're gonna freak out and then my um describe the her feeling. dad messaged me stop and then her aunt messaged me you told her like, not <laughs> to tell anybody but friends and this is also like exactly what i th- knew she would do um and so then the next i like didn't sleep at all that night because i was like i have to tell my my parents so the next morning my mom was gardening like pulling weeds and i had to go to work at the liquor store because it was the summer (laughs) and she was like what are you doing you're gonna be late because i was like pacing and so i was like i think i'm gay and then started crying obviously and then she like hugged me and was like seems like something you've been thinking about for a while (laughs) and i was like yeah you can tell dad dad and my brothers and she's like Mm-mm. and she was like okay like we don't talk about stuff either like it's not like we are very open about emotions in general okay so like to come out about something like that is very like my brother didn't bring anyone home until he brought the woman he's married to now got it like we're very um like that and I went to work, came home, like obviously terrified. Yep. And then I. Your dad's like, I, I talked to Google again. <laughs> no, my dad was actually very chill. He came upstairs to the room that I shared with my little brother. And he was like, uh, so mom told me. And I was like, told you what? And he was like, that you're gay? Because my dad is exactly <laughs> like me, only like straighter and meaner. Straighter and meaner. <laughs> like he says hilarious. Like he'll say the meanest shit, but it's so funny that <sighs> I'm like, I get it. It's funny. <laughs> um, hey guys, just a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, Away. I mean, I couldn't be more proud of myself that Away is sponsoring this podcast because I bow down to the brand that is Away. They're so freaking awesome. So Away, if you didn't know, it's a luggage company. 
and they use super high quality materials, but offer a much lower price compared to other brands because they cut out the middleman and they sell directly to you. They are geniuses and we need their minds. I also love their bags because they're super durable and they're also super lightweight and they're just friggin' amazing. So they have a variety of colors and four sizes. They have the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium, or the large. I like the carry-ons. I have the carry-on and the bigger carry-on because I don't like to check my luggage, but that's just like my thing. And gorgeous colors. I have one in navy and one in green and they're just like beautiful. I love Away for many reasons. I'm going to just give you a handful of them. Their carry-on sizes are compliant with all major U.S. airlines and they fit so much stuff. It's like Mary Poppins bag. It's like, how did you fit all that in there? Uh, Also, I'm going to sound like a super nerd, but I really mean this genuinely. It has a really smooth glide to it. Don't make fun of me. So I was you know, married, uh, and we were rich. And so we always had like the highest like luxury luggage. And I'm telling you, I still have a couple of those bags from, you know, the divorce, whatever, a 50, 50, right. Um, and I much prefer the away bag to any of those like super expensive brands. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that like the glide, the, the, the traveling of it is so much better. And that's because they have four 360 degree spinners. I'm telling you traveling with an away bag, It's like next level travel experience. You're not like dragging a bag behind you. You're like pushing it like next to you as if you're like equals. And then I love the removable washable laundry bag that keeps dirty clothes separate from clean clothes because like I'm obsessed with my clothes and I just it's just a thing I have and it's like oh wait are you in my brain or what because I've never seen that before with a bag they like think of all the details and speaking of which it has a friggin charger in it girl hello so the company was actually founded by two friends from New York who found themselves at JFK oh what an airport with dead phones delayed flights and then they thought oh my god ding 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 luggage with power thus the away carry-on was born and I'm telling you that charger has saved my ass so many times so there was one time my phone was super dead when I got to the airport I was freaking out I had like 20% left and I was looking for like I wanted to have a drink and get some food but like there was no outlets at the restaurant. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm gonna have to like leave this restaurant or like find an outlet in the restaurant. This is a pain in my ass. And then I was like, wait a second. (gasps) My bag is a charger. So uh, saved my butt then. And it was so amazing. And also I have been known more than once to pull out my luggage when I'm on the train. My parents live in Boston, so I take the train from New York to Boston all the time. I always have to be in an aisle seat, so I have to like plug in over a stranger. Super awkward, but not with my away bag. I just pull my bag down and I plug my tablet into my actual bag. My tablet's like on its last leg, so it's always dying, so it has to always be plugged in, which is super crazy. But with the away bag, it's so easy. I'm telling you, geniuses. And both sizes of carry-on are actually able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. And guess what? A single charge of the Away carry-on, like battery, will charge your phone five times. Hello! Amazing. And as if that wasn't good enough, lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix it or replace it for life. A 100-day trial. Live with it. Vibe with it. Travel with it. And if at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. No questions asked. And free shipping on any away order within the lower 48 states. Hello. What are you waiting for? Join the club. And right now, we're going to hook you up. So for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash TOT and use promo code TOT during checkout. Again, for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash T-O-T and use promo code T-O-T during checkout. And now back to the podcast. And he was like, 
can you just do me a favor and have sex with both for a while? Because when she decides you can't go back. Wait, can we like write a book about <laughs> the, let's just like talk to all of our gay friends. And it's like the crazy shit that your parents say when you tell yeah. them that you're gay. Cause they always listen. I mean, unless you have like, what was it? Persephone as a yeah, mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like most parents, it's like, maybe they have an inkling, but like that's not what they expected. Or, or exactly. if, if they're straight, then they don't know how to like guide you. Yeah. I didn't think that that's the thing actually that freaks them out the most this is like an epiphany right now is that they're like oh shit i haven't lived that i don't know how to like guide you yeah. through this but i think most parents reaction is it's it's they always say something that's like really hysterical and yeah. super non-pc because that's why i was like that is okay. okay like i literally was like okay <laughs> so my mom goes like this about taylor what if you guys were just best friends like that you're like well we kind of are we just also have <laughs> sex <laughs> so i said to my mom well, why are you and dad just best friends? Oh, that's a good comeback. I know. So. I was shocked I was able to do that yeah, in the yeah. moment. But yeah. And oh. she was like, we are. We haven't had sex for years. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, same. You guys copy. She's like, no, trust me. <laughs> um, and so that was like, I guess the best response I could have gotten. And then, and then your brothers were just were very like, easy. obviously. My brothers yeah. were like, yeah, duh. <laughs> like did not care at all. Um. And then we really never spoke about it again <laughs> until like two years later. Yep. I got a text from my mom being or she called me, but I was very high. And so I texted <laughs> her being like, what's up? And she said, uh, my my brother saw on Facebook that I she's like, your brother. My heart just went to my bucks. I, I know yep. she was like, your brother said something about you coming out on Facebook. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, she's, he said something about you coming out on Facebook. And I was like, coming, mom, I told you I was gay fucking two years ago. This is something that also happens with uh, us. I was like, it was the worst day of my life. And she's like, oh, okay. We just didn't know that the decision was final, but we just want you to be happy. This is another thing that parents <laughs> But do. also, do you know what the fucking thing he they saw They think on you're Facebook on like a, like a gay trial for a while. It's like, bitch, if I'm coming out, <laughs> it is real. The trial has been done. Like, I, they have my credit card number. I'm getting charged by the month. You're like, free. I've been a subscriber for two yeah. whole years. <laughs> Free trial the, the over. The post he saw was the best part about being gay is the white wine spritzers is what he saw. <laughs> uh, oh, social media. Yeah. What a what a motherfucker. But now it's fine. I mean, now they have to deal with me like being dressed as a woman all the time. Okay, yeah. So online. when so when did you go? Because I mean, you're yeah that twenty one. That's late, you know. Yeah. So how like when did you move to the city was the city kind of like this like i don't know like secret key to like your yeah, gay garden it really was so <laughs> i i mean i had come out already but i still didn't really like Live know it. gay people yeah yeah um you weren't like you didn't have like a boyfriend yeah, no. you didn't have like a bajillion exclusive gay friends no, i like had no gay friends i didn't you were like the, the, there's that phase too where you're like the token gay where like you come out and everyone's like <gasps> or yeah. like oh we knew but like being gay as a single person and being gay in a relationship actively a yeah. part of the community it's like different totally yeah so i um came out or what, what am i talking about i took a class at ucb okay because at the time they were like thriving and um it was a one-week class over the summer i was still living in albany and my uncle lived in Greenwich, Connecticut. Mm. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to take this. Yeah, very. <laughs> um, and I was like, I'm going to take this class and just stay with him. And then like, it was like an all day thing. And then on the second to last day of the class, the friend from the liquor store called me that I had one employee of the month at the liquor Congratulations. store. Congratulations. Thank you so much. <laughs> and it came with a fucking $500 
bonus <laughs> is See, that this is wild why, this is why their business is his biggest target true i'm like they know how and to you know their employees literally and your bitch <laughs> is still on the plaque hanging on the wall <laughs> and um i was like thank you so much can you deposit that for me <laughs> and also tell them i quit because i'm just gonna live here <laughs> and that's literally what i did and i got a job like answering the phones at a restaurant on craigslist in Chelsea, which like completely changed my whole everyone that works there is gay. Yes. Or did work everyone there. that lives there, walks there, like everyone shops gay. there, um, eats there is gay. Truly. And so it was like I had been thrown into and was this it whole big gay world. Exciting or was it like overwhelming? Did what did like did it meet your expectations? Because like now you're in it like was, the yeah. land of plenty. It was like cr- I was like so drunk all the time, like experimenting with like sexually and with drugs and like doing things at the time which i've like completely grown out of that phase yeah but i do think that like those two it's years necessary. were very like necessary those were like my fucking idiot prom years. years yeah um and then so i was working i still work for the restaurant actually so like doing different things but are it's you been, employee like, seven of the month years um, you know, they did a program <laughs> like five years ago and I was, they did it for two months, I think. And it came with fucking jack shit. <laughs> You're like, Albany's way fucking better. Literally. I'm like, I got $500 at a fucking liquor store. Um, <laughs> and then I did a show at UCB. So I was friends with Elise Morales, who works at Betches as well. Uh-huh. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know, what is UCB? Uh, Upright Citizens Brigade. It's like yeah. a comedy. It's like fucking thing. major. Here, yeah. give me your glass. I could just put oh, some more prosecco. You. You're welcome, um, darling. And so Elise and I have been friends for years. We met like doing stand up, actually. So comedy was like that was what yeah. you came here for. Yeah. And so I and I had like in college I changed my major five times. Like I didn't know. Were you ever like musical theater? That's such a stereotype. Sorry. Just no, asking. no, I wasn't I was. because I mean, I wanted to, but my parents were helping me. So like I had some loans, but my parents were helping if I went to a SUNY and I was an RA, so I didn't have to pay room and board. Oh, smart. But I was like, if I ever told them I want to be in musical theater, they would be like, get the fuck out. Oh, you're going to major in musical theater at SUNY Oneonta. Okay. <laughs> see you on Broadway. <laughs> Cynthia Revo, thank you. <laughs> so when did you get hooked um, up with Betches? So I was in a show for Elise wrote a show that was at UCB called Keeping Up with the Kardashians, episode six six six. The heir to Kardashian Manor. <laughs> Shut up. And it was about the Kardashians inheriting a haunted house. Oh. And Elise is like, Do you wanna Who'd you play? Be Kim. <laughs> and it was like so bizarre because it was just like oh. all everything else was cast like normal, but then I was Kim. Um, was that the first time you were drag? And so I had done like little things, but nothing at all. Cause you were like, first of all, you are such a, like you are a sexy woman in drag. Thank you so much. But you're also like such a fucking handsome brooding man. Oh my God. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and so Elise, I had like my friend do my makeup at that show. Cause I, it took, it took me a long time to get to where I am now with makeup. Um, and she had been working full-time at Betches at the time. So she invited the girls and Hannah Burner. Yep. And so they were there and they saw me and then they asked Elise to get my information. Cause you were just fucking a star. Um, and then I also was like, I, it took me like months to give the information cause she emailed me again being like, seriously send the information, but they didn't have anything like what I was doing. Like I, 
you know how people are always like, oh no, you have to like hook up with my friend. I'm like, this is a waste of time because they're never going to reach out. Right? And I'm like tired. I and don't. at this point were they like batches? Yes. So they were still, they didn't like have the office. They were like in a WeWork at the time, but they were still very powerful. Like they still had like, like, yeah, 15 full time people. Yeah. Um, like a legit business, yeah. like boss bitches. And so then I sent them the thing and Hannah, the first video we did was types of girls at brunch. Um, (laughs) I feel like I, I feel like I remember that one. And it was, and back then we did like Hannah would wear my wigs and sit across the table so that it looked like I was like the other girls were there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we did it like on her parents' roof and it got like 2 million views in the first couple of what did that feel like and I was like oh wow this is crazy and then I started getting more followers yep and then we started doing more videos and then it was the last New Year's Eve I was like my goal the so New Year's Eve when it was turning to 2018 uh-huh I was like my goal is to get 10,000 before like before midnight or before 2018 and it hit like exact it was like 1130 at night I hit 10,000 and I just hit like 54,000 today. I know bitch. Um, You're passing me. But I also think it's only because of (laughs) my hand. So people are like, why it's a good fucking handle. It's genius. Like a lot of it is the handle. I think. So, Hey doll, we're just taking a quick break to talk about one of our new sponsors. Scentbird. I love Scentbird. So for me, there's no greater feeling than someone, whether it's like a stranger or a friend coming up to me and like, Oh my God, you smell amazing. What are you wearing? I need it in my life. Sadly, that hasn't happened to me recently because I haven't really been trying scents a lot lately for a few reasons. Uh, I get migraines if I smell too many of them, like at the department store. So that's just like not a fun activity. Also, I find that like you can't spray more than once and like get a real feel for it. So like you're either covered in like 15 different scents and you smell cray cray or you don't really get like a real sense of the smell on your skin. And quite frankly, perfumes and colognes are way too expensive to buy the whole bottle only to get home and find out like, ugh, I don't even like this. That's like, that's the worst feeling in the world. But thanks to Scentbird, I can get my fragrance groove back because it's a monthly subscription and you get to try all these different scents for a fraction of the price. So Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfume and colognes and it's a great way to discover new perfumes and colognes without buying an entire bottle. Hello, exactly what I was looking for my whole life. They have more than 450 designer brands for you to choose from. Prada, Versace, Dolce & Gabbana, Gucci, and my personal favorite, Tom Ford. So thanks to Scentbird, I was able able to fall in love with Tom Ford. So Black Orchid is the fragrance that I tested out. And quite frankly, I would have never bought the whole bottle. It's really expensive, but I heard a lot of really good things about it. And I actually smelled a girl. She was in like, I think I was at a bagel place near my house. And if you can smell better than the bagels in the bagel store, girl, you got something going on. So I asked her what it was. She said Black Orchid. I checked out the Tom Ford and I'm like, forget it. Tom Ford's too expensive. But thanks to Scentbird, I was able to, for my month, try out Tom Ford Black Orchid and I love it. A one little spray goes a long way just like heads up about that. It's definitely strong but it's like very it's spicy and dark and sexy and seductive and it's I really use it as like a special occasion fragrance. I have an everyday but this is like my special occasion like sexy time fragrance and like I said I would have never found it if it wasn't for Scentbird. Scentbird is like fragrance dating and my favorite thing is you choose a perfume that you want to try for that month. They send you a 30 day supply. You get a vial that has like a 100 
120 sprays. And I'm telling you, it's like literally enough to apply more than four times daily for a month. So it's even more than you need. Date your fragrances, baby. You don't have to commit. It's so crazy. I can't believe they didn't think of the sooner. Anyway, right now we have an exclusive offer just for our listeners. You can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 to try your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash Taylor and use my code Taylor for 50% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Ladies, peoples, sign on and smell amazing. And now back to the podcast. The handle again, just to reiterate, is at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. When did you get that handle? How did you come up with it? Fucking genius. I'm fucking jealous of you. So I didn't watch Real Sex in the City. Like I saw clips, but I watched it when I moved here. I like. Did you watch it on E? Because it's different. No, because growing up, I like didn't. Re- I saw episodes on E yep. when my parents were like asleep, and I would like be able to sneak it. Um, Which one are you, by the way? I mean, are, are, are you? I Carrie? call myself a Carrie, but honestly, I mean, I will actually like. I don't want to brag, but I'm fucking a Carrie. Because <laughs> 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 um, it's like. Like, all four of the girls it's like which one are you and it's like you're not ever allowed yeah. to claim that you're the gay but like <laughs> i am <laughs> um and i was like drunk i think one night like kind of drunk and it just like hit me fat carrie bradshaw it's so fucking and genius. i like couldn't believe it hadn't been taken yep and it was so good and honestly it's truly the best move i've ever made it's so 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 good um thank you so much like honestly i'm like wow that is the literal best thing you've ever done for yourself was fat carrie bradshaw so you're hooked up with betches you're you're doing comedy yeah you're doing drag you're doing a lot yeah you're living your best life i am so i'm i'm doing a lot i'm doing a lot of shows i had a show every night last week which was damn good because it's a lot and also people forget like the doing drag it takes like fucking three two hours i can't even before and so i'm like fucking exhausted and people like can you just do this little bit on my show for i'm like no i (laughs) i'm not gonna shave my chest to say two words on your show but thank you wait when did you when did you guys start the podcast so you're like in with betches Yes. So we were, I had been doing things with them for a while and they started doing more podcast stuff. Um, and sorry, is that food from Westville? Uh, yeah. Would you like some? No, that's where I work. I <laughs> saw the packaging. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I literally saw the packaging Which and I was one? like, wait, wait, do you want to, wait, this is a, do you want to give away the location of where so, you work? Um, you can literally, I work at literally all of them. I'm the only one that works at all of them. So well, every week I work usually between three or four of them. Stop. So find me. I love Westville. I literally saw the packaging and I was like, that is totally Westville. <laughs> also, they better pay me for this free advertisement. I'm like them. literally. What's your favorite thing um, on the menu? If I was like going to be killed. The mac and cheese is the best, but really? you can only eat it like once every two months because it's so heavy. Right. But I eat like literally it's the only food I've eaten for seven years. Oh, so. yeah. I love their fucking mushrooms. Oh, I love the mushrooms. So too. delish. No, truly. I literally can't believe I saw that packaging. No, and guys. And let's be clear. It wasn't a bag to Westville. It was no, the Tupperware. It was the Tupperware <laughs> from Westville. I literally came from there this morning. Um, what were we even talking about? We were talking about the podcast, how it started. Oh yeah, yeah. and how your Westville voice <laughs> <the> month. <laughs> now I am. Bitch. Oh fuck yeah! Um, the the girls wanted to do something for like their gay audience, which is so fucking. And smart. so they 
asked Brian if he thought I would be interested because Brian is like the senior video producer there. And um, he texted me. I was like, hell yeah. I've, I had done a podcast like years ago that like we produce like, you know, people. Yeah. Um, and it was fine. But this I was like, yeah, you're going to like do it. I don't have to pay someone to produce a podcast. Amazing. And also, God, the Betcha studio is so great. Yeah. And so, yeah, we started doing it last June because it came out for Pride last year. It's and we've so done good. it every week. We've never missed a week. Why the title? Um, I feel it's very intriguing. Very intriguing. We like had a couple of different titles at the time. And I think everyone's gay. They were all like around everyone's gay. Like something like everyone's gay. Yep. Um, do we do we think that everybody is a little scotch of gay? I think that, I mean, I'm sure no, but maybe. I think major. I, how about this? I think a great portion of the population, even though like being heterosexual is like super yeah. mainstream, I do think that a lot of people have a proclivity. Maybe it's but towards bisexuality or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm the perfect example. Yeah. I was like as straight and prude as they come. Yeah. And now I'm like living my big gay lesbian yeah. life. That's what I mean. I'm sure if there wasn't like such a stigma around what being gay meant, there would be more people that just acted on the feelings they have totally well when i look back i'm like well yeah i really liked sisterhood of the traveling pants because of Mm. blake lively but i just always thought i wanted to be the girls like i was like she's so beautiful and i wish you could skin her and wear her like silence Mm. of the lambs i didn't realize it it was like maybe like in a like infatuation yeah i had a friend actually who was saying something similar where she this guy who she thought was gay like kept telling her he had a crush on her and one night she was like no you don't you just want to be me like <laughs> she's like you don't love me yes you want to be who i am but see that's what kept me closeted for all those years <laughs> i was like, like i just want to be everybody but myself yeah and then I was like oh wait it's crazy maybe i do like me and i want to have sex with women really i mean i have people in the closet like god bless get I out know, right it's so much better on the other side what do you think though about this like idea of like coming out because like you told your story i have a like i, I understand your story it's, it's so private and difficult yeah. and personal but what do you think about people who are like masquerading as like heterosexual people married to straight people yeah. families i mean do you feel like sad for them or do you feel like that's fucked up like live your truth i feel sad for them because mm-hmm. i'm like I mean, obviously you're doing that for a reason and and like there is something to be said, like, especially people like that, that are like rude. I'm like, no, no. Like how gay people are often given like the stigma of being like weak and dramatic. I'm like, no, we're actually like have gone through things that you can't imagine. Coming out is one of the hardest things. I I'm divorced. Okay. And I also work in radio, which is very difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Early fucking too. I I mean, getting a divorce, that's like a major life thing, yeah. right? That was 10,000 times easier than coming out to my family, to my friends, and on the air to my audience, which is like yeah. the most important slash scariest. Yeah. It's tied with my family. But it's like, I mean, think about if you had to claim something so private and personal to like everyone yeah. you're from that you're related to everybody that's in your life and everyone potentially in the future yeah that's like are you at a place now though where like you don't have to come out anymore no i'm at the place the where nail I'm polish like, says it no and if someone like doesn't know i'm gay i'm like you're an idiot like i don't <laughs> even think i don't bat two lashes fake lashes uh-huh. at <laughs> yeah because i'm like are you kidding like 
you know, get a clue. Um, I feel bad because people, I don't know. I remember when Ricky Martin came out, mm-hmm. I was like, I just can't do that. I can't like wait that long. I can't live like this until then. And that's literally like Ricky Martin was such like an inspiration of me coming out. Cause I was like, I can't do that. And I don't know. It's just so crazy that people still have to like come out, be concerned about it. I have a, like a secret gay person dream where we're like living a time when like coming out's like not even a thing like we'll like tell our kids like yeah and when i came out and they're like when you what that's so stupid I like <laughs> because it's like why would you even have to yeah. do that but do you think we'll see that in our lifetime i don't know i mean obviously that would be ideal but like i don't think we will maybe the generation behind us do you think that coming out's like super important like would you hate to see that go away no I don't think because it was the worst. Like I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Right. Because the thing is, and people are so quick to like judge parents and judge people that like aren't immediately accepting. But the thing is like, so I unfair. had my whole life to, to reason and like realize and come to terms. And like my parents had a split second, had one second yep. to, you know, and it's not like I didn't come from a place where there was a ton of gay people. So no, they didn't know I was gay before because they didn't know what that looked like. Like, yeah, maybe they thought I was different or like effeminate, but they never thought he's gay because they didn't literally know any gay people. Like my dad actually has a lesbian cousin, I think, but everyone would just be like, (laughs) blame her. Like literally they're like, it's a native's fault. Um, I know my parents like looking around like which one of you in this family is gay and lying about truly. it. And <laughs> now family. even I'll be like, there's someone else. Like I'm always <laughs> like, there's gotta be something else going on here. I cannot be the only one. Okay. So, uh, the podcast is phenomenal. You guys make sure to check it out. It's called everyone's gay. It's so good. And I mean, just from being on it one time, I see the impact that you have on people's lives. So like, yes, you're funny. Yes, you're entertaining. But like, it's also, it's important. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. It's actually crazy. The messages that we've been getting. What's like the most standout one that you can share with us? We, without, get, like, we get tons of like, oh, I live in a small town and I don't know any gay people. So I like listen to you guys and I feel like whatever. And I think I'm going to try moving here and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And we also actually get a lot of um, like, young moms that have moved to the suburbs who are like I used to live in the city and I like had so many gay friends and it was so amazing and now I like listen to you guys while I'm doing laundry because it like reminds me of my my friends back before I love that um which is great so what's like the dream dream like you're in a pretty fucking good place right now but like what is the Chris Burns like this is what the picture full picture looks like um I would love to, like, obviously not have to work at a fucking restaurant anymore. <laughs> uh, no tea, no shade. I already gave you a free commercial. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a fucking live read right there. But I just, I mean, I am really happy with how things have been going because I feel like I have been working at it for, like, seven years. And in the past year is when it's, like, kind of starting to yep. take off. I had a meeting with agents a couple weeks ago. Let's talk about that meeting. Yeah. How'd it go? So <laughs> <laughs> this industry is so fucking brutal, um, right? So it's so it's just like 
if you can do this, you can do anything. Honestly, I'm like just getting rejected. And it's literally, you know what? There's so many gay people in this industry because we coming out is the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. And the second hardest thing yeah. is being in the and entertainment also, business. I love drama. You know? <laughs> it's a um, trifecta. So I met with his agency and it was for actually, cause I do writing too. So I like write a lot of the batches videos that I do. I didn't know that. And that's always what I, I like came to the city wanting to be a writer. And then when I started, no, honey, you are a star. You well, are when a I started performing, I was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do like I per- I love writing my own stuff and then performing that. So you do a lot of characters. Yeah. For Betches. You play like a lot of different variations of women. Yeah. Can you say that there's one character that you've played that's like your stand up most favorite? Oh. Or is there like a repeat that is like there the love one, of your life? There was one named Crystal who we had years or not years ago, but we had her and she had an advice column called Ask Crystal and she was just like a trash bag and I really <laughs> loved her. I really like connect bag. to was she I really connect to like Walmart. Like that's you know what I mean? Is that well, where's that come from? <laughs> uh I grew up outside of Albany <laughs> and I went to college in Oneonta. Uh, um, wait wait, is is are your characters based on girls that you know? A lot of the time. Or girls I hear on the subway or girls like that come into the restaurant. Wait, wait tell <laughs> Wait. So first of all, I used to go to Westville all the time with like one of the bitchiest girls in the world who was like my best friend. She was like just the pits, but so beautiful, <laughs> you know? Um, and I feel like she yeah. could have easily been one of your I'm sure. I mean, I've seen every, it's always the girls that are like, should we, um, like, you, oh my God, are you looking at the fries show? <laughs> did you, should we split fries? <laughs> oh my God, Stephanie, no, we did fries last night. <laughs> And it's always like this insane. I'm like, bitch, like you just had 16 vodka sodas. The calories are. (laughs) It's null and void. Um, Wait, if you're going to do a me girl, what would she sound like? (laughs) He's like, please don't make me um, do this. No, we would have to. I need time. I need time. I could do it, but I need time. For me to love you and not hate you afterwards. I'm like, it has to be good, you know? Um, Okay, fine. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. But I want to do more acting and like, so I also have a web series that I've been doing with my best lesbian friend for a while called Straight Marriage, where it's, oh we're a straight married couple, basically. <laughs> but, but but as gay people. So we're like the whole series, it's kind <laughs> of like meta that we're supposed to be gay actors playing a straight couple, but we very much advertise it as like, if, if we don't play straight people, who is going to? Who's going to do it? <laughs> like the world needs a straight love story. Um, and so we're like, so I do like, I do other things with her too. So like, I do like acting in general and comedy. Basically, I just like want to be famous, a gay Tina Fey. Like Fuck I want yes. my own show. I want the fucking Emmy. You know, I'm not yep. going to pretend. What's more important for real. If you had to pick fame or money and you couldn't get one didn't come with the other i mean i would have to say money because i'm in so much debt (laughs) (laughs) like i'm like if the universe is listening i need money um (laughs) but ideally both obviously ideally no i I think in this business one comes with the other i love you thank you so much i think you must have to come back on my god i would love i'm also drunk so me too (laughs) i've been drunk since 1997 (laughs) But you got employee of the month. But I got employee of the month. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, I told you I'm drunk. I'm doing Cardi B impressions. 
<laughs> you guys make sure to check out Chris everywhere. Follow him on uh, Instagram at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. Also, check out all the amazing Betches videos he stars, and you are their star oh, at you. Betches. And of course, you always like repost your favies. Yes, they are the best. They they're the only reason I have any of the things I have. I love them. I worship them. I think they're fab. And uh, of course, listen to Everyone's Gay podcast. It's at Everyone's Gay on Instagram. And when do new episodes come out? Um, so they usually come on iTunes on Monday and okay. we usually promote Monday or Tuesday, but they'll be there Monday mornings. And then also don't sleep on Chris Burns <laughs> star.com. Yeah, check that out. And if you um, know a website <laughs> designer that wants to work for free. You guys, that's it for us this week on Taste of Taylor. Join us next week when we'll have another fabulous tastemaker, influencer, Bravo celebrity or celebrity. Thank you so much. And you guys make sure to please, please subscribe. And thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the show. I don't know where you do that, but please do it. Wait, I feel like you're probably better than You can do it on anywhere you listen but probably on iTunes or on I what is it even called podcast <laughs> the podcast app that We're everyone so listens. We're so good at this. Um, <laughs> the app you're listening to on your iPhone. If yeah. you're not, then I mean, good for you <laughs> for staying in 2006. Yeah, just like listen. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Share it with your friends and family, guys. We'll be back next week with another one. Thanks so much. Bye, girl. Bye. Did you enjoy this taste of me? Want more? Then go to taylorstrecker.com and sign up for my daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. And listen live or on demand.